You look like that last out at six cents. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Welcome to Dating My Mates, the podcast with me, Katrina E. Lawrence, a podcast where I fire my arsenal of questions, usually reserved for poor, unwitting dates, at one of my mates. And this week, I've got Danny Boy. Hi, Danny. Oh, God, if I had a pound for every time I'd heard that fucking song, man. You what? No one's ever done that before. (laughs) Oh, loads of people have done it. Yeah, I'd be rich if... obviously yeah oh man yeah i see you were being sarcastic mine was always um people would wave at me and go what's this i'd be like katrina and the waves uh oh that's tenuous Mm. well i think it's just if you're old enough (laughs) (laughs) which which we are i guess yeah how old are you 35 yeah i'm 36 in two months wait when's your birthday December. I'm sure we've had this conversation before. Yes, we have had this conversation before. Yeah, yeah. When is it? Fourteenth. <laughs> uh, yeah, a week after me. Yeah, yeah. So what? You're like seventh or something, is it? I, I am the seventh. If anyone wants to give me any presents, <laughs> absolutely fine. Yeah. I will also gratefully receive presents. Okay. Um, yeah. What's your what present do you want more than anything? Pff, if money wasn't anything. an issue. Jeez. More than anything. Mm. I don't know, man. That's a big ask, isn't it, really? What do you want more than anything? I want money. Well, you said if money wasn't an issue. Yeah, I want more money. Well, sure. Yeah, money's the most, the best present. It's so versatile. Yeah, I want money. What do you want? Well, money. Now yeah. you've said that. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah. Right, can we have some money, please? Thank you so much. Awesome. Uh, um, <laughs> what has been the highlight and low light of your day thus far, Danny? Uh, so highlight, um, so like I said, this morning I sort of did some like meditation and went for a walk and yeah, that was probably the the highlight. Um, Not the KFC? No, not the, no, no, no. (laughs) Like I say, that was a guilty, guilty KFC. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think that was probably the highlight. It was just, yeah, having a bit of a walk around the woods, so chilling awesome. out. Like I love it. What about <laughs> your low? Um, well, on the drive back, I sort of got got it into my head that like I'd got a flat tyre and that people were flashing at me because I'd got a flat tyre and that I should pull over. Right. Um, so I started getting pure paranoid about that, but it turns out I don't, so great. What made you think... Were you like too zen in the meditation? Do you think you were hallucinating? I mean, the meditation wasn't like stretched across like the whole of my were experience you today. Were meditating whilst driving? Because that might have had something to do with it. I wasn't meditating okay, whilst driving. Okay. Just to be clear, sure. I, I responsibly meditate. Oh. oh, I love that. I meditate <laughs> responsibly. Very nice. Um, so, you are... Someone that listens to the podcast now, aren't you? I am, yeah, yeah. You've yeah. you've hooked me in. And I only told you to listen to Sam's episode because you're a metalhead. <laughs> and uh, then a couple of weeks later, you were like, I'm polishing these off. And that's nice. Absolutely. Well, yeah, it's just something about sort of listening to a, a bit of sort of, you know, witty back and forth sure, and stuff like sure. that, you know. I think for me, it's the voyeurism of it all. I'm yeah. just really nosy. 
Is that so, how you started this then, mate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And trying to get a date as well. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Completely motivated by self-interest. Absolutely. Nothing else. No, 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 no. Yeah, indeed. I've actually, I thought I'd announce this. Uh, I've had my first snog in 18 months. Oh. actually had more than one. Oh, my goodness. With more than one person. I've just moved <laughs> what, house. At once? No, 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 no. <laughs> And no further than that, but snogging's my favourite. Oh, it's beauty, isn't it? Snogging, oh. yeah. I've I've only snogged like one person in about three years, and I uh, huh? in three years, yeah. Oh my god, let's get you a snog. Yeah, bring it on. <laughs> By right. all means. I mean, I know some guys that would be happy to probably snog you. They're good. One of them was all right. One of them's. It's quite embarrassing, but he's the best kiss I've ever had. Really? Yeah. Okay. So is is it purely just guys you've got for me? Because well, yeah, I was going to my audience see if he wanted to. Okay, women. <laughs> any women that want to snog Danny? Uh, please get in touch. This is great. I'm getting snogs. I'm getting gifts. Yeah. Money. Yeah. Should should do this more often. I mean, none of this is going to come to fruition. But here we are. It's fine. It's good mm. to put it out there. Manifesting, bro. You know? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Jim Carrey would have a few things to say about that. And, and no Ledmans, no doubt. Does no Ledmans manifest? Yeah, I thought he was into that whole thing. Like, they used to have, like, there was that thing on Deal or No Deal where he used to have, like, symbols on his hand and people oh, were like, right. oh, what does that mean? And he's like, I think it was, like, manifesting or some sort what? of thing like that. Anyway, I don't know. How bizarre. He's moved on from Mr. Blobby quite a way, hasn't he? <laughs> moved on from Blobby to manifesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's been a, a, a rocky path to, to redemption has. for old Noel. But... I know. Oh, God, his hair. Um, so, you love snogging, but I'd like to know, what do you look for in someone? Well... Who do you want to be snogging, essentially? Well, actually, I was talking to my friend about this last night, and... Um, you know, we've kind of got a bit of a habit of uh, overthinking things. Mm. Um, and yeah, I was I definitely fell prey to that. So I think really when you boil it down as far as you can, it's basically you've got to be sound and fit. Yeah, fair. <laughs> <laughs> what makes someone sound and fit for you? Oh God, I knew you were going to ask me that. Jesus, you're never going to just let me get away with... Two, two adjectives, were you? No, no. So I want physical and metaphysical. Metaphysical? Fucking hell. Well, actually, yeah, that, that makes me think, because, yeah, I suppose, like, a bit of that kind of childlike wonder about mm. experiencing the world and stuff like that. Like, Curiosity. Yeah, yeah, a bit of yeah. a sort of wide-eyed dreamer kind of thing, because I love all that, me. So are you talking about someone who's interested in things or are you talking about a manic pixie dream girl? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not the manic pixie dream girl. Okay, good, good. Um, I've been lured in in the past with the promise of someone who's kind of, you know, spiritual and has that sort of sense of wonder. They're and... not real. That's the problem. They're created when written by men to put on film to make people think that those women are out there. And they're not. What? Who are you referencing here? Like, <laughs> do you know Manic Pixie Dream Girl as a thing? Do you know no, what it is? I okay. thought it was just a phrase that you'd. No, no, no. So it's an actual thing. Okay. So, have you seen um, Garden State? Oh yeah, a long time ago. Okay, so Natalie Portman. 
is an example of a manic pixie dream girl in a film. Okay. And it was a guy who, I think he wrote for the New York Times. He coined it and then people started using it. So it's that kind of, that girl, she's a bit kooky. She's a bit different. Oh, I got And yeah. she's like, oh, uh-huh. life. And then she gives you kind of reason to, to love again. And it's always the men who either have never been able to love or something happened that they could never be broken into. And then oh, yeah, the, the yeah, crazy, yeah. cute little girl who eats like <laughs> 7,000 hamburgers a day but is really skinny and goes running in the woods and has fun hair, like her, basically. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, that that that's a thing, clearly, but yeah. not something I've been aware of previously. So, yeah, that, I'm not sure that I was directly referencing that. Mm. Um, Somebody who's curious. Yeah, yeah, maybe a bit sort of... Mischievous? I was going to say spiritual, so... <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, just someone that you can chat shit about space with and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Um, so you want a geek. Who um, also loves a bit of meditation. Well, I mean, you know, a geek would definitely be a plus because then, you know, I'd, I wouldn't have to broach so many, you know, yeah. quite embarrassing topics like how I'm, I've fallen deep down the geek hole. Um, Help! <laughs> yeah, totally, yeah. Throw me a geek rope. <laughs> so, uh, so you do Dungeons and Dragons? I've been known to dabble in D and D, yeah. Sure, sure. Warhammer. <laughs> yes, that's that's a new addition to the list of nerd activities. Yeah. Uh, also, why are so many metalheads geeks? It's a real trope. Yeah, I've kind of wondered this, and like, just about every like Warhammer YouTuber mm. has also like played in a metal band at some yeah. point. Like, yeah, yeah, it's a total thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's just a more intelligent and cerebral musical experience. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Much more than classical. Absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah. Hands down. Yeah. Hands down. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. What about um, physical? Physical. Okay. I mean, this is kind of a tricky one because whenever I'm on dating apps and stuff like that, like. Um, and we sort of, you know, you match with someone and stuff like that. Um, it's usually, and I found these have been the best experiences where I've sort of been surprised, been like, you're not my usual type kind of thing, but hey, it works. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Not at all. What do you mean? So you would kind of take a chance on someone and swipe and then the conversation would be great. Yeah. 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 Would you meet them and then fancy them? Uh, I mean, that's happened before, but that said, now I think about it. Yeah, usually, <laughs> usually, if if we go with like tattoos, yeah. a bit of like funny coloured hair, yeah. something like this is that. What I was waiting like, for. I was yeah. baiting you. I was like, I haven't even asked you, but I know the answer to these questions. Oh god, I'm so predictable. No, you like what you like. <laughs> Yeah, totally. What about um? So, what's your biggest turn off in a potential mate? Oof. Um. So I hate it when you're sort of chatting with someone and you're just like carrying the conversation, kind mm. of thing. Um, like when you're getting like one word replies and stuff like that, and it's like, yeah, 
It's like, yeah. you, you, you're not really into this, so let's just no. not. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> and you call yourself a, a podcast host? Yeah. <laughs> no, it is the worst. It, it really is the worst. Like, make a fucking effort. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. That and probably bad spelling. I, I liked, I'd like to say... Spelling or smelling? Spelling. Spelling. I mean, smelling, bad smelling wouldn't be yeah. ideal, don't yeah, get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Like, like we touched on before, you know... Have my, my... I shown you my hinge? Yeah. Oh, right. No. You're going to love this, Danny. Okay. Oh, is it all spelled wrong? Right. <laughs> Blowing the dust off the phone. <laughs> like... <laughs> I never use my phone. I'm too cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> I've just got a message from a, a guy. Stop fancying people who don't exist. My jealousy is raging. <laughs> this guy's really funny, but I don't think I fancy him. Okay, so this is my profile. Do you want to read that out? <laughs> my greatest strength. Oh, spelling with one L. Unbelievable. Spelling spelled incorrectly. Oh. The boys have been loving that one. It shows I'm really funny. You've really thought about that. Like, how many sleepless nights did that one cost you? Uh, <laughs> no, I just, just thought of it, actually. But no, I know... So, I was thinking about this yesterday because one guy that I'm messaging at the moment, his spelling is bad. Hmm. So, his yours... Alright. Now, for years, I was a fucking grammar Nazi, mm-hmm. and I would just pull people to pieces. But the, the the more experiences I've had of talking to people, the more I'm like, you're probably just dyslexic. Mind being yeah, a punk. yeah. I mean, I've you know, I've sort of gone down that way myself of late and stuff, and tried to do the whole, you know, mm. um, that sort of compassionate thing where you make up excuses for them. But. Um, <laughs> I would say 80% of the time, someone that is not grammatically correct, not my kind of person. Yeah, totally. Because, and then, right, so this is what I mean. So I would always interpret that as you're not on my wavelength intellectually. Mm hmm. Yeah. And that's what we see. But actually, there's way more to it than that stuff. And that's what I'm learning as I'm getting older. I'm becoming less of a knob about it, basically. Mm -hmm. However, I still do get that oop. When someone spells something wrong, or it's like, oh, that's the wrong this, that's the wrong that. Why is that a hyphenated compound? It should be, yeah, all of that kind of thing. Oh, apostrophe use. I mean, that's really a difficult oh, one to yeah, get over, I get, isn't it? I get so on my fucking high horse about my apostrophe usage because I just know that I am bang on every time. Mm-hmm. So when someone does it wrong, I just get this real sense of like, yeah, I'm better than you. <laughs> I am better than you. There's probably a bit of that involved as well. But yeah, I've come across more people that are dyslexic and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean... But also tell me. I mean, you don't have to, but if I, I think if I was dyslexic, I'd be like, oh, FYI. I mean, you, sh- you shouldn't have to, but just for pretentious wankers benefit like us so that we're still yeah, fancy yeah, them, yeah. they should tell us. Totally, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't make me have to imagine compassionately kind of thing like yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry that wasn't me weeing that was me pouring some water um so we need to get you a snog with someone that has tattoos ridiculous color hair wide eyes a an intrigue in the world is spiritual but definitely not a manic pixie dream girl <laughs> that's what we're going for and someone that doesn't smell and can spell i mean i mean the the smell was never specified but, yeah, I mean, it's a bonus. Chuck it in there, why not? 
What, a bad smell or a good smell? Well, a good smell, I suppose. But like we said before, you know, I've not got the most reliable sense of smell. So, you know, it's not a deal breaker. What's wrong with your smell? <laughs> I don't know. I've always just had this fucked nose. Um, yeah. You had long COVID before it was the thing. Fucking <laughs> influencer. Yeah, totally, yeah. man. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was cool. Um, so what would your worst dating scenario be? So if I found you a manic pixie dream girl that didn't smell or just smell an appropriate amount and you can really smell it so it's fine. But then she said, oh, we're going to go and do this. And you were like, no, babes, we're not. <laughs> what would that be? It's, oh, again, that's kind of a tough one. It would probably, if we're going with the manic pixie dream girl kind of thing, it would probably be something like... A walk in the woods. N- well... <laughs> No, obvi- obviously, don't, don't be ridiculous, cat. I mean, come on. Um, it's, it's, it's a walk in the woods. <laughs> um, yeah, it'd be something like um, involving, like, you know, Himalayan salt and cleansing <laughs> rituals and shit like that. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just Is something Your place that's... or mine? <laughs> yeah, we'll sit next to my lamp. And just like, yeah, yeah, our auras are going to be so clean. Right. So that's your worst? Uh, well, I could probably think of worse, to be fair. Like, on, I mean, like, I don't know, um, badger baiting. Okay. Probably not, yeah, not high on the list much, of activities. Yeah, it's too much of an activity for me. I wouldn't be into that. Yeah. <laughs> too much like organised fun, yeah. Ugh, yeah, yeah. I'd get out of puff. It'd just be yeah, too much. Mm. And then you'd have to carry the badger back and... You know, but would you though? Because then the do- the dogs would do that for you, wouldn't they? Or whatever sort of ferocious animal you were using. Right, I'm gonna. I've got. I've got a confession to make. I think fifty percent of dogs are gross. I am not a dog fan. I'll be honest. Uh, what? Why is everyone so insistent on all dogs being cute when they're not? I think it's, and you've touched on this in previous shows, I think it's that thing of people investing human qualities way too much in animals. Like, um, Have I spoken about this before? Yeah, yeah. Did you, I was think it so. the episode on bestiality? <laughs> <laughs> uh, may have been brushed over, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, I think it's kind of that. Um, also, hairless cats, not cute. No, definitely not. Not cute. No. Why are we pretending that they're cute? They have one if you think it's cool, but don't say it's cute. It looks like a fucking vagina. <laughs> it's disgusting. Not all vaginas are beautiful, but it's the wrong kind of pussy. Like you oh. either need a cat mm-hmm. or a vagina. I don't want a hybrid of the two. Definitely get a bit of, bit of bush on there. You know, but seventies with your cats. Get seventies with your cats. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but no, a lot of dogs are disgusting, and I've also found that there's a real kind of man that exists in the world, especially on dating apps. They're very present on dating apps, <laughs> which is the kind of alternative guy who, I was doing inverted commas there, um, who is heavily tattooed, but very specific kind of tattooing, which is probably about like 10 years mm-hmm. ago. And he's a bit of a mix between a chav. Maybe <laughs> can't say that anymore, but I don't know how else to describe them. A chav. <laughs> And like a greb, so like a like a bit of a a mosher, a bit of a mosher. Yeah, yeah. It's like in between that, and there was a lot of them in Derby. But this particular breed is often is like working class, 
has always got a scrunch-faced dog. So either like a bulldog or... Do you know that kind of vibe where it's like yeah, really yeah, yeah. teeny so and like... stocky and like really ugly face, but they're like, oh, isn't he beautiful? They always wear a cap. They've probably still got their flesh tunnels. Yeah, yeah. And they, they've they got real fucking mummy issues. It's like such... one, one item of clothing that's made by Everlast. Yeah. Neck tattoos. Neck and hands first. No, 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 no. So it's not... Oh, yeah, actually, maybe. Maybe he's kind of become that. Before it would have just been full sleeves. (laughs) It would have been like sleeves, chest, and someone someone his legs. Um, And he's got like probably facial piercings, but they're not in silver. They're in like black or gold. Uh You know, Uh that vibe. And And he's obviously quite an aggressive person. Yeah. Doesn't really like women. We'll put things on dating apps like no drama, no crazy exes, stuff like that. And they've always, but the way to tell them within a heartbeat is how much they fucking love their gross little dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I went through like, there was a, a real trend on dating apps when I sort of first went on to them. I was on like plenty of fish. Oh God, yeah. Yeah, yeah them yeah. days. Uh, I miss them. <laughs> um, but yeah, you'd sort of get like girl with like red hair and a headscarf whose mm. interests would always be pugs, rum, tattoos. Gin. It'd be gin. <laughs> it's pugs, tattoos and gin. And she would always wear a polka dot dress. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the whole burlesque thing was. Oh god, they retro girls. I call them. And yeah, yeah. They think the epitome of yeah, yeah. They always wear polka dot dresses, and they they kind of present themselves as if they're really kinky, but they're actually not at all. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, really kind of. Basically, just basic bitches, really. God, we've we've really got into the bitchiness early doors here, haven't hey, we? I, mean, I never do this. This is all your influence. But no, they always have. <laughs> they always have orange and red hair. Always. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's back off these people. <laughs> how do we get uh, on this? You are. How do we get on to this? Oh, I don't fucking know. I never do. Um, <laughs> where's that scenario? We're talking about dogs picking up your badges after you oh of course yeah yeah story as old as time that one isn't mm. it yeah should have known <laughs> uh, so your worst date would be what badger baiting is that what you're sticking with um well you know absolute worst it'd probably be like i don't know something involving like race hate or something like that i'm thinking like go ape or <laughs> a bar where there's just loads of alcohol yeah let's keep it in the you've gone a bit manic pixie dream girl here let's keep it in the more in the realm of reality okay right right yeah yeah i got a bit a bit fantastical there really didn't i yes i mean if if like someone's really just like messy drunk Mm -hmm. um yeah can't really do that anymore um yeah that used to be so much more fun when you were messy drunk as well and then you didn't notice did you yeah you just sort of kidded yourself that you're having a great time and then Yeah, see it from the other side, and it's just like. Would it burn out as quickly as it lit? It burn through within three months. Oh, there was a God, three month burnout. Like three out weeks. I just go mad intense, and then after three weeks, be like, "Oops, see ya." Three weeks, right? You see, That's, that would have been good going for me. Three weeks. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, mine mine have always been like yeah, burn crazy intense for three months, mm. and then. 
we would both end up being completely heartbroken. It's the end of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you find someone else and do the exact same yeah, thing again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's your longest relationship you've had then? Uh, I think about 18 months. Okay. What was yeah. different in that to the others? So, in that one, I'd sort of, like, done a bit of work on myself prior to coming into recovery and stuff mm. like that. Um, and I think, essentially, I just sort of wanted to prove to myself that I could have a long relationship. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah, sort of went with... Yeah, less of a sort of dangerous choice, if that makes yes, sense. Yes, it does. Yeah, a bit, bit more of a safe mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm. option. I feel bad talking about this person like this. but Well, did you go too far the other way in that you went for someone? Mm-hmm. I think this is very, very common mm-hmm. that you go for that kind of craziness and the chaotic person and then you swing, pendulum goes completely the other way and you go yep. to someone that's very safe you maybe even don't fancy them that much but they're a really nice person and you think let's give this a whirl pretty much yeah yeah, yeah. i get that and then it's finding the happy medium exactly yeah which i'm, I'm yet to find really um but yeah yeah are there's you just... looking though yeah you've started you're back on apps now aren't you yeah yeah um that's the end of that sentence. <laughs> so, uh, what's your best dating scenario? Best dating scenario. Yeah. Oh my fucking god. Um, whew. Again, this is a tough one because I don't think I've really had that many dates. Um, so it'd usually, you know, like pre-recovery, just be like, how much sensory stimulation can I cram into an evening? Um, <laughs> Please give me some examples of what you mean. <laughs> well, um, anybody else thinking sex party, or are you more thinking like food and alcohol? And wh- where are you at? Yeah, yeah, I'm going food. I'm going alcohol. I'm going drugs. I'm going well, sex party for two in a furry room. I never went that far, oh, but um... have a relapse. Do that and then get back to me. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, off I go. Then see you later. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it'd still probably involve food. I mean, I'm still not completely off the old sensory stimulation. Absolutely. Um, do you have oral fixation? Um, I think maybe I do, because I'm quite a compulsive vapour and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, I always have and... in my mouth. Yeah. Or I'm not content. Right. Have you yeah. ever fallen foul of that, um, you know, where you chew a pen and get ink all over your face and stuff? Yeah, and I'd always hiccup. Huh. Yeah, if it was a bic, I would <laughs> always hiccup. Just I have a, a really strong memory, actually, of being very, very young. It was when we lived in Manchester and I moved from Manchester when I was, like, six. I was bouncing on the bed, watching... Bouncing on my mum's bed, watching um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the, like, the, the one with real people in it, oh, mm. chewing on a pen and it making me hiccup. What a strange thing to remember. Funny what you hold on to, isn't it? Yep. Yep. <laughs> But only a bick. Yeah, yeah. Only I think it's something to do with the suction. So, like, if you were to chew, because you know, often like the top, the bit, it, it like breaks. <laughs> oh, okay. A pen, a ballpoint pen. Well, just because they're like shoddily constructed kind of thing. Well, I don't like... know. It's like because you know, you've got the tube inside of the tube. I think right. it's something about sucking it, and it would always give me hiccups. So yeah, I've done that. Is that how you get hiccups? Suction. 
I got hiccups that way. Fair I mean, dues, mate. You if know. that is the way, then uh, uh, there's many other circumstances where people would get hiccups frequently. <laughs> But it'd never be like, you know, what would a parker be like? A bit too solidly constructed for any of that kind of nonsense. I can't afford a fucking parker, are you joking? I mean, well, you say that, but I think they're over-egged, aren't they, parkers, really? Yeah. I mean, yeah, anything that's available in WH Smith's can't be all that <laughs> fucking upmarket, can it? Very true. Can you still buy fags in WH Smith? I, I always think thought that so. was very bizarre. Why, why could you buy fags in... Do you know what I find most bizarre about WH Smiths? How they're still in fucking business. Yeah. Like, They yeah. sell what? Everything, newspapers, no uh-huh. one reads them anymore. Magazines, no one really, apart from Vogue, no one reads them anymore. Yeah. Uh, sweets, you can get them anywhere. It's basically... For a lot less. A glamorous corner shop. Uh-huh. It's like the Savoy of corner shops. <laughs> But you, you, yeah, you pay way too much, and then like yeah. next door you can get it for half price. Exactly. How are they still a thing when there's like you know the high streets being decimated and Smiths are fucking burgeoning? Our there's Wal- no justice Our- in the world, goddammit. How Our- Woolworths gone and fucking W H Smith? I know, right? I exactly. Want to pick a mixed bag. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, you see, if Smiths did that, I'd maybe be able to turn around on the subject, but absolutely same here, <laughs> same fucking here. So your best dating scenario is. Loads of shit in your mouth at once. Well, well, not shit. No. Um, okay, so we go food. Duly noted. Because <laughs> hey, I'm not kink shaming anyone. No, no, fair dues. You know, it's horses for courses, isn't it? Really, but um, <laughs> no, preferably. Well, I mean, not the first date. You know, you've got to you've got to lead up to shitting in mouths, haven't you? Don't know. Depends who you're on the date with. <laughs> you might have a real vibe with them. What a real. Copro vibe. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what that would feel like. Oh, I'm picking up a real Copro vibe and I'm into it. You probably know by the smell. <laughs> It'd be a dead giveaway, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, they've just got like a briefcase full of plastic sheets with them or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so food. I think a lovely a lovely walk in the countryside. So a walk in some woods. Well, yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, I like doing Own that. your brand. This is what you like. <laughs> it's all good. So maybe like a pub lunch and then a walk. Do you prefer evening or daytime dates? Um, I think I probably prefer an evening one for a first date because that's sort of more about like. Sitting down, chatting, getting to know each other kind of thing. And plus you've kind of got a bit of a, a back door if you need it as well. Because you could be just like... I've got to go, it's late. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whereas if it's daytime, that ain't going to work, is it? I also prefer an evening date, mainly because of the lighting. Mm, yeah. You look better. <laughs> More seductive. I do better in the dark. You can hide. <laughs> And I do just think the vibe's better. Yeah, yeah, mood lighting and all that shit, innit? Yeah, and I think it's more, yeah, I just think it's more sexy than a walk in a park. Mmm. Yeah, I'm not pretending there's anything sexy about a walk in the park. Well, depends what park you're in, I suppose. Dogging. So, um, okay, so you want a an evening date. Are you happy to be in bars and stuff? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so long as it's not like fucking like Tiger Tiger or something like that, do you know what I mean? What's wrong with Tiger Tiger? 
it's closed down, you know. Yeah, yeah, I do know. Thank yeah. God. Well, once, right, and this is going to make me sound like a bit judgy and stuff like that, but I was walking home Good. from work um, one, like, bank holiday weekend, and um, there was, like, a queue of people outside Tiger Tiger, and there was just, like, this this woman wearing, like, a see-through dress, but, like, just with very little on underneath. And it's like, I can see your actual ass, like... I'd wear that. Fine, yeah, fair dues, like but I say, no judgment. probably judgment, at an event but... or a club that's, like, better than Tiger Tiger. I'm not giving it to that crowd of people. You're not having it. I'll go to a really fucking fun event and dance wearing that. Fair dues, man. You know, yeah, what have you... What have I you think it's all, if it, you really? know that you can see everything, it's when people are wearing outfits that you're like, oh, you don't know that that's all on show. That's when it's bad, I think. If people have just got their tits in their arse, I'm like, you fucking go for it. Yeah, fair, fair. Um, it's like you know when people are wearing leggings and you can just see they're like poor quality or very thin uh-huh. like I can see your thong I can see everything about your bottom actual arse yeah yeah yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Four. they're the ones I always find and walk behind yeah <laughs> no mate just uh, just off the top deck of the bus isn't it like <laughs> sure okay so you want to go on a date with a manic pixie dream girl in a dimly lit room with alcohol, but not too much alcohol. Well, not me having alcohol, but... Uh, On an yeah. evening, weekday or weekend? Ooh, well, that's a, ooh, that's a good question, actually. I mean, probably for a first date, it'd be better on a weekday, because, again, you've got that out kind of thing. Ah, yes. So I think weekdays are great because you really know... If you like one another, if you both want to stay out later than you should. Aha, and I yeah, really yeah. like that. Yeah, I think it's good gauge. Yes, yeah. And plus, probably a bit less pressure as well on a on a weekday. Yeah. You know, to actually, you know, make a whole thing of it and stuff like that. Do you mean have sex? No, no. Oh. I just mean, you know, we- weekends are like, you know, your special time where you sort of want to have a better time does that make sense like i'd like a better time than falling in love please <laughs> well you fall in love on a first date i've, I've been known to uh, yeah fair actually I here i, I am mean, I just being like love. yeah but uh yeah a weekday evening mm-hmm. that's same i like that for first date i think it's good i think it's good um so what's along those lines what is the best date that you've ever been on Oof. <laughs> see none of the sort of i've dated like three people since i've been in recovery and um most of them were in lockdown so despite the best will in the world they weren't the best dates yeah, you know uh, just because you were so limited on what you could do um so we're kind of gonna by default have to have to dip into the crawl through <laughs> all the chaos bring one out which one are you picking what happened how was it Oof. oh i don't know man um okay <laughs> now that this again is sort of interspersed with some on the face of it quite wholesome activities but so I went for like a day out in Leeds with someone and we went on like, so we got like, met at the train station and you know, you can get like a water taxi from like 
around the back of there. No. You don't know about the water taxi? No. To be fair, the the only place that I know that it takes you to is the Royal Armouries. Fine, so... fine. Take me there. I don't think you get a water taxi from the back yeah, of the train station. Yeah, you water taxi. Right, that's my next date. I mean, that's romance on a plate there, isn't it? It is. Water taxi. Then followed by the Royal Armouries, which is a bit of a partridge date, to be fair. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then... Um... What was the highlight of the Royal Armouries? <laughs> there was this sort of <laughs> okay so there's like this sort of prefab of like <laughs> like a sort of medieval hunting lodge yeah yeah <laughs> and there was this sort of moment of free saw in there where <laughs> we <laughs> where we sort of nearly kissed but didn't kind of thing oh damn um, <laughs> see my moment you just Shagging in a medieval. No, no, there was no, there was no shagging in the royal armories. Um, oh, Sam. No. Next time. Next time. Oh, well, we did make up for that. <laughs> like, like, fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So then, yeah, after the armories, we went to like a bar, and then out to like Little Tokyo, which is all always awesome. Delish, yeah. Yeah. And then out to a few more bars and stuff like that, and then back to my house. What made it great? Um, well, I think we're sort of riffing on the whole sensory stimulation thing there again, really. Yeah, yeah. We had our our minds and our eyes. What were you on? Stimulated. What were you on? By the. <laughs> I don't think I actually had any drugs that night. I was just pissed. Um, okay, so when you say sensory stimulation, you mean you saw old things. Uh huh. You tasted Japanese things. Yeah. You smelt her. Did she smell good? Uh, yes. Um, although, again, you know, smell, not my, my leading... Really have to get in there and have a good huff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what are the senses? <laughs> touch. You did some touching. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there was mu- much touching, yes. And what... And good conversation. Is that the yes, one? stimulating conversation. Um, ding, 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 ding. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're hitting all the... All the main boys. Yeah, nice. pretty much. Okay. Um, are you still in touch with her, by any chance? No. Uh, she moved to Holland. Oh, they always do. Oh, no. Moved to Holland, dating a... Drummer from a black metal band. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that what, uh, not. What's the worst day you've ever been on? Right, I definitely know this. <laughs> right, so this was a second date. Mm. And for the first date, we've been to like... What's that really shit bar in Headingley called? You know that one that's like... There's Arcadia. a square in front of Arcadia. it. No, that's the in that the like the sort of real ale place that's oh, a bit Arc- quiet. I can see how Arcadia we get confused. Arcadia, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Arcadia is the place where I had my first pint in Leeds years ago. Um, Arc is disgusting. It is just rotten, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was the first day. So for the second one, um, like, <laughs> I think I a wanted to not go there again, and b wanted to have a date in my house to sort of <laughs> increase my chances of copying off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
so she was like veggie. So I invited her around for 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 dinner, which I was going to cook, obviously. So she arrives. I've got dinner pretty much made, and she's like, "Let's go out." And I'm like, "I've made dinner." Yeah, yeah. And she's like, "Oh." I think I'd rather just go out and I fucking... Rude. Right. At the best of times, I hate changing plans at the last minute. I need to know what I'm doing. Yeah, I like a plan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Planning is my love language. I said this to my friend the other day. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I don't really know much about that. Can you say more about that? Oh, so do you know what love languages are? Kind of. I've sort of worked out what they mean by what the titles of each one yeah, is so you've got those but now you would say something that you like it, it's it's being droll it's being gauche it's just you know <laughs> oh this is my love language it's just something that you like you then say is your love language okay so like i said on hinge for a while little Edie is my love language which is someone from a documentary that i like great right it's, it's great you need to watch it um and yeah so you just say like oh this is my love language but i basically i just fucking love a plan and because yeah. i'm a busy gal i have to have plans i know right and it's that thing mm-hmm. of like when you're first starting to date someone you don't want to come across as intense mm. but you also like right we need to schedule in some dates otherwise i'm not going to be able to see you like yeah, that's yeah. just how it is mm-hmm. and i think the way that i've been approaching it is do you want to lock these in if we don't want to do them, we don't have to do them. But I actually need to plan. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've got better at dealing with when plans don't go the way that I want them to. I used to freak me the fuck out. Oh, no. I'm, well, yeah, I'd like to think that I'm getting better at it. But yeah, I mean, there's just that possibility that things could just end up in pure chaos isn't there, if this we don't stick the to the fucking plan. It's, it's such an addict thing. Like when you've come from... I think chaos is the word of the podcast. Absolute <laughs> chaotic mess. You really, really need the opposite. You need to be reliable yourself. You need reliability. Mm. You need you need you need life to be regimented. And I think especially yeah. if you're twelve step, you know that you go to this meeting at this time, you do this thing on this day, and that is what gives you this cocoon of safety. So when the rug is pulled out from under you, you're like, fuck, this well, feels like it used to feel and I don't like that. I mean, I was kind of kind of one for making and sticking to a plan even, you know, before I got into recovery. Usually oh, my really? plans were usually just get high and stay high. But, you know, sure. um, it's it's plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least it's a fucking plan. Yeah. Um, Take drugs for life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take drugs, repeat. No, it's usually go to work, come home, take drugs, repeat. Um, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, at least that's a plan. Yeah. Um, so this whore... Oh, come on. That's a bit strong. So this bitch... <laughs> so this knobhead... Yeah, so she... Food. Did she just insist that you were going out then? Didn't want the food. Um, so I didn't want to sort of go out for drinks because I hadn't eaten I was fucking hungry man like I've worked up an appetite with making that stuff so basically just like I'm wolfing this food like while she's just like looking on (laughs) which was awkward as fuck Um, so she didn't even eat with you no so I just like wolfed this food and then we went out and like I think we went somewhere shit again and like she was driving there and I think in the end I was just like do you know what just take me home. 
Really? And yeah, I've, I don't think I've ever done that any other time. Mm. Um, so yeah, that was probably my shitty Second date. dates. There was a third date as well. Oh my god, of course there was a third date. Of course there was. What? Why? Well, because you were... Well, she was just like, oh, I've been in a relationship for ages and I'm just really rusty and stuff like this. And sort of like, you know, played on the art strings and stuff like that a little bit. Plus I wanted to bang her, to be fair, yeah, as well. Yeah, like, that's, um... that's, that's what's going on, yeah. So how was the third date? Um... That was very much again a, a, a feast for the senses. Um, yeah, I just got got bad and had sex. Um, cool. Yeah, great times. All right, nice. Yeah, second dates. <laughs> I had a phenomenal first date with someone that I'd actually been on a date with two years ago. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This has been a thing since I've come back to Leeds. I keep going on dates with people that I been on a date with already <laughs> but yeah um this one guy amazing first date and i think because it was the first person that i'd been interested in, in quite a long time i had automatically i put quite a lot of expectations in there mm-hmm. and it was really good to land on this and then be disappointed because now i'm like i have no expectations of anyone like yeah. it just reminded me that you should never go in with expectations of how someone's going to be but it was so weird like he presented himself as someone on this first date. And then the second date, we were going to a gig because I was like, it's safe to invite him to this gig that's mm. a little bit of a driveway because he's a fantastic guy and we got on and blah, 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 blah. And almost as soon as he entered into my space, I was just like, I'm not feeling this. And it's because mm. he had this cool guy persona that he'd put on. And okay, I the walls someone, up. And since right at the beginning... When I was messaging him, I messaged my sister and a couple of my friends and I said, he's funny, but I don't know how fun he is. Mm. And he didn't He didn't have the capacity to be loosey-goosey and fun. He right, right, right. took himself too seriously. And I hate it when people put, don't want someone that takes themselves too seriously, <laughs> but I get it. I fucking get it. Yeah, yeah. And we got in the car and I said to him, what music do you want on? Do you want this? Do you want this? What do you want? And he said... A Quiet Life without the Spanish Inquisition. Oh. And I went, you fucking what? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, oh, yeah. like tried to laugh it off. And then later in the conversation, I realised that I was the only person asking questions. So yeah, I was yeah. like, I'm not going to ask you a question. Massive fucking silence. And then I just turned to him and said, yeah, so my answer to that question, thanks mm. so much for asking. And then I think he knew he'd been a bit of a dick. Anyway, I went, went to this gig. It was fucking incredible. He obviously wasn't dancing. I obviously was. Mm. And then we got back in the car and it was just like, well, I asked him the date of my mate's question. (laughs) He was tired and I said, do you want to have a conversation with you? want me to just ask you things? He was like, Mm. just ask me things. I was like, okay, fine. (coughs) Um, And then we got back to mine because he just had to pick up some stuff because he'd come straight from work, dropped some stuff Mm -hmm. from mine and then we'd gone. And um, then he... I went in for a very obvious hug and then he went, oh yeah, 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 I won't kiss you because I've, I've got, I've got a sore throat. I was oh, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, like, oh yeah, I, I'm deciding that we're not yeah, kissing. Like... So as soon as he left, I sent him a message. I was just like, we want very different things. It's not going to be a thing. Um, but it was wildly different. Mm, so wild that, isn't different. it? Yeah. 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 Very interesting. Really good though to have that kind of, oh yeah, no, don't. So do you think that was 
uh, like purely because you'd got the expectations cranked up? Or... I just also think he presented himself as someone that he wasn't on the first date. Well, I mean, I guess we're all kind of a bit guilty We all do it to a certain extent, but it was, like, very different. Mm. Like, I was telling my friends, and they were like, what? Is that the same person? Like, it was very different to how he was. So, it was basically like he was going for an interview to work on the stock exchange, but, like, didn't know anything about maths or anything like that, or finance or anything like that. It was just like, I want that high-paid salary, but I've no idea how to do the job, but I'm just going to try and blag it and see where I get to. I'm lost in your metaphor. <laughs> it sounded great, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Why not? Yeah, Why ding, not? ding, ding. Yeah. yeah. Why not? <laughs> uh, no, I think he. Yeah, I think he just. Um, maybe he felt comfortable to be the real him on the second date, and the real him was a boring old man. Was it? Maybe he just really. I don't know. It was weird. He had so much about him on the first mm. one, and on the second one, I was just like, ugh. I don't know whether he'd had a date with someone else in between and he was wanting to kind of reserve himself. I don't know whether he'd freaked himself out because the first date was very good. So he just Mm. wanted to like not put pressure on and kind of make this a thing by having a second date. He was definitely an avoidance that had something to do with it. Um, And that's been interesting is the people that have been getting back in contact with me since I've moved back to Leeds for dates via dating apps. I'm like, oh, your pattern when a few years ago and you were living in Leeds, you were just attracted to avoidance, avoidance, mm-hmm. avoidance, avoidance, which has been really interesting and illuminating. But yeah, so second dates are second dates are tricky, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you think maybe he was just like I don't know, like um, this this went this went so well, maybe <laughs> like if she accepts me accepts me. Oh, that was a bit of a Freudian slip that one. It accepts me. Yeah, she like accepts me as the sort of cantankerous old curmudgeon that I really am under the fucking surface, then we've got it made. Maybe, but I think he was just trying to be the cool guy, and if people have got a wall up and they're not being authentic they're not being themselves i can't interact with that it repels me i I just can't entertain that so Mm. yeah i think it was that but boring old fart he wasn't even old um what happened after third date Oh, you got uh, what you wanted, and then you never called. Well, it. I mean, that's what I got accused of, and you could make a pretty good case for it, really. But really, what it was was well, from my perspective anyway, was like, um, so I'm not like an instant message replier, you know, right. like some couples, like you know, they need a, a message People back instantly. Otherwise, yeah. it means like. You they're know, dead or they've left you. Yeah, yeah, essentially. Yeah. So, like, you know, like, I'd be at work and she'd, like, message me on WhatsApp or something like that and, like, I'd message back a few hours later and she's like, you, I can tell you're not interested and shit like this and it's just like, I don't fucking need this. I've already bailed out of this once. Like, yeah. proper. In fact, like, on the first date that we had arranged, I've just remembered this, actually, the first date that we had arranged, we'd arranged it like penciled it in and everything and then i'm like okay so on that day i've got like a barbecue to go to through the day and i'll meet you on the evening Mm -hmm. you know time placed signed sealed everything and then like i'm on my way to the place we're going to meet from the barbecue i'm like right i'll be there in 10 and she's like oh you didn't text me today so i thought you cancelled yeah 
What? People have different styles, though. And I think that she was obviously, yeah, someone that's anxious and needs regular kind of feedback from oh. people. Mm-hmm. And you're not. So therefore, and it's, and I think it's tricky because when you first start dating someone, it's just finding out about one another. But also mm. it's a bit too much if you say, I need this from you. I need this from you. Sure. And that comes along down the line. But I think, you know, I'm texting people and I know that some people won't text me back for four hours a day, an hour, or mm. they're rarely on their phone. And then I know there's other people that like will message from seven o'clock. They're free most nights. So there'll be like a bit of back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But something that I steer clear of is people that are on their phone all the time. Like, mm. not on their phone all the time. I'm on my phone all the time. But just messaging constantly, 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 constantly. Because yeah, that, yeah. I don't think, is healthy. Um, and I think that that was interesting in the pandemic because a lot of people's styles became that. And you really had to look out mm. for, like... Because people didn't have anything else to do. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, right, what's your, what's your day-to-day? Like, what do you normally do? How available are you normally? Yeah, fit. I think you, it is always tricky when you're figuring out someone's communication style, mm. and there's and you have to trust that. And especially if you've had a bad situation happen to you where you've been cheated on, or this or this, your mind yeah, goes yeah, yeah. there. But also, I've been that girl that she was, and it's mm. fucking a lot. She's got to do the work, basically. So, yeah, or I think... find someone who's as codependent and anxious as her, and they can just do what they need to do i think to be fair you know i've been that guy before and yeah I, I, yeah i think maybe i just didn't want to be with me like that so i'm just like yeah yeah, yeah. no nah, it's not a thing yeah no i get it so danny who is your celebrity crush um so there's probably a few but i think probably the person that has sort of i've been mystified by a beauty uh the most recently is probably um Annie Taylor Joy in um what's it called Queen's Gambit. Gambit. Yeah man. Yeah mate you all can get lost in friends, them fucking eyes. All my friends in recovery I think <laughs> think there's been two guys so far on this podcast, both in recovery, who have had said Annie Taylor Joy. Yeah. Yeah though, I mean yeah. Because <laughs> It's the sexy addict girl who needs to be rescued, but also is really independent and uh, talented. Mm. Fucking boys in recovery love that character. Yeah, man. And she's got brightly coloured hair and really big shiny eyes. Yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, um... So yeah, that's my most recent one. Um, What's your most sustained one? Ooh, Xena Warrior Princess. <laughs> I was I was into Buffy very much as a oh, as sorry. a young man. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. That that was a total thing. Um, I had just weird fixation on Avril Lavigne for a lot of years as well. Really, that's a weird fixation. One of my first boyfriends was obsessed. With yeah, Avril. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bizarre and then just it's like not bizarre, she's fucking hot. I mean, yeah, for sure. Um She was a hot superstar, cool girl. I mean, was she cool though? Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'm just a, a bit too elitist these well, days. Well, this is it. Like, like <laughs> it she was safe for the cool guys to fancy because everyone was like, Oh, we'd never listen to her music, but we'd fuck her. Mm. That was the vibe of it. Really. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, more or less. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. <laughs> yes. Let's not make things so complicated. <laughs> I'm with you on that one. Danny, what red flag should I look out for with you? Well, funny that we were just talking about fucking, like, constant we texting we and stuff like that. We were about fucking. <laughs> uh, um, not, uh, <laughs> yeah. I went on to say different things with that sentence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so if I'm really kind of constantly texting or texting, like you know sex stuff like if i'm looking for validation that way and stuff like that um uh, probably for like want to spend like all the time with you and stuff like that too um would you say that you're codependent is that your default setting yeah massively like looking into it yeah it was all about like the the validation and stuff like that um and in the latter relationship sort of being like the carer as well. That's like I didn't, totally didn't realise yeah. that I was doing it, but yeah, totally the, the, the carer thing. Like, yeah. I can fix you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's about doing all the stuff that is doesn't come naturally to you and feels really odd. And it's putting that trust in that if you take things slowly that it will work out if you like one another mm. and that can feel really terrifying but it, it i think if you're backed up with the knowledge that you are going to find someone one day and the right person will stick then you know you know if you like someone and they've only got a certain amount of time available to you and they can only kind of give you so much at this point you don't mind you mm. are going to do like you like them so yeah, it's yeah. just realising that it's the same for them towards you. I guess. Yeah, totally. I mean, you know, like, life comes along, doesn't it? You know, like you were just saying, you know, you've kind of, you're a busy person these days. Yeah. You've got a life outside of, yeah. you know, the person that you're with. But yeah, for me, it was like, That's you know, that person was my life kind of thing. 100%. <laughs> yeah, I was the same for a long time with people. Mm. And it was... Um, it was all I knew, so I didn't know any other way other than being very, very anxious and just, yeah, needing them all the time. Mm-hmm. And then that slipped into caretaking of others. Yeah, yep, definitely. Yep. So red flags, massive codependent. Yeah. Codependent club. Much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I would like to know, what is your best feature? My best feature? Um... So are we? Are we doing like? You know the fucking score. Yeah, I know the format. <laughs> I'm just being coy about okay. it. <laughs> um. So should we? Which one do you want to do first? Like. Um. All right. So yeah, let's do the uh, non-physical right. ones. <laughs> yeah, it's not difficult. Um. Yeah. So let's do the old assets list. So. I think I'm quite. I think I'm quite funny. Yeah. Um, charming. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah, I guess I'm like pretty smart and stuff. He says in the least articulate way possible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, this yeah. is like the least eye contact we've we've had on okay. podcast in it. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, what about your physical? Um, eyes. Mm-hmm. I used to, when when I was a child, I actually won a beautiful eyes contest. What? <laughs> I did not know that was a thing. Um. Well, it was like. This, like, Christian summer camp. Oh, here we go. Here we fucking go. I knew it had hints of paedophilia about it. Now it's got the Catholic Church involved. Oh, not that, no, not, not, it wasn't Catholic Church. But, I mean, yeah, still, yeah, looking back, that is a bit shady, isn't it, really? Um, Let's line all these children up and rate their beauty. How old were you? Oh, fuck. Like, young, like, probably, like, under five Wow. So yeah. you, you were you were a beauty pageant? Yeah, shit, yeah, I guess I was. Yeah, you were. I mean, you know, we didn't dress up and have sashes or anything oh, like that. And it was very much sash. a sort of, you know, intergender. There was no, like, age yeah, yeah. or categories or anything. Them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. So you won? Yeah. Old ladies were always coming up to me and going, oh, hasn't you got beautiful eyes? And, like, I used to be, like, a really awkward kid, so I was just like, don't say that about me. I'm, I'm really uncomfortable sort of thing. So eyes? Eyes, yeah. yeah. Long story short. Hair? That was another thing that people used to say. That wasn't something that I was going to say, but, yeah, I suppose You've I have. you phenomenal that. hair. Oh, thanks, pal. It's great. Do you know what? Today I used this... There was... The usual bottle of conditioner wasn't in the bathroom, which I was livid about. Mm. So I accidentally used this one that was like a volumizing one, and it's gone say, fucking massive, hasn't it? I thought hair's looking particularly good today. Oh, thank so you. So maybe you pal. need some volumizing. Was it the Aussie one? Yes, it was. That's what I used. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. Um, me and you, conditioner and codependency, look at same us wavelength. <laughs> Big curly hair. Yes, please. Hair twins. I love it. So, Danny. Hmm. That was a sharp handbrake turn. You're on death row. Okay. Who have you killed and why? And then, what are you gobbling up? What are you munching on for your final meal? Oh, my goodness. Right, okay. Uh, this is... I sort of tried not to think about the questions too much before, and I feel like maybe this is one that would have... Benefited. Benefited from yeah. some premeditation, yeah. Um, Just meditation, not premeditation. Yeah. Vibe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, ah, oh, shit, man. I mean, I'm struggling to choose probably because of so many people that I kill. Yeah, which yeah, yeah. brilliant, yeah. Let's go for top three. Top three, okay. Um, oh fuck. Um, not now. Who would I kill? I'm pretty sure I've had like actual like murder scenarios play out in my oh, mind right. before I but... was taking a very dark turn and I was about to find out things that I never knew about you before right yeah yeah um but yeah I'm I'm wil- wilting under pressure here I can't seem to uh to bring anyone to mind that I'd actually 
You said there were so many and now you can't think of one. Yeah, I've got like, what's that a thing called? Like where you're faced with so much choice that it's like option paralysis. Right, yeah, I get yeah. that. It's like when you're at a house party at four in the morning and you're like, I'll put music on, and then you're like, I can't think of any songs ever. Yeah, yeah, it's like, what do I pick out of all the songs? Yeah, like, in the whole wide world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, hmm. Yeah, maybe I've just sort of forgiven a lot of people, really. <gasps> this is the thing! <laughs> yes, when you become spiritually topped up and you're like, forgiveness is part of your life and mm. it's the core it's really hard because there's people yeah. a couple of years ago would have been like this person this person this person <laughs> yeah, totally. and now I'm like oh I've done all my step work on you and I've forgiven you yeah exactly <laughs> and I wish you nothing but love <laughs> yeah like most of the kids in school would have been on, straight on there a couple yeah. of years back but yeah maybe okay, you just let that go a fictional character a fictional character oof also Ooh. I will remind you as I have to do with quite a few people you don't actually have to kill them Oh, um, so have you? Oh, have you seen that thing? Uh, that documentary, Winter on Fire. Yes, fucking great hell! So oh. good. I think it's still on Netflix. You should, everybody watch Winter on Fire. Do you know what? I think it might not be on there anymore because I actually oh, searched really? for it um, a bit back. But fucking hell, so harrowing. Um, who was the guy on that that was like, you know, the guy that sort of did like the military coup and stuff like that? I can't remember his name, but yeah, oh, him basically. I think it Putin sort of like backed him up, didn't yeah, he? Yeah. Like, let's have a look. So it was Ukraine fire on fire. On fire. Winter on fire. Man killer. <laughs> <laughs> The guy from Winter on Fire. Yeah. yeah, that Ukrainian geezer off Winter on Fire. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that one, that we, we shan't right even name him. No, no. <laughs> Don't deserve it. No. Um. Okay, yeah. How are you going to kill him? Ooh. Now that's an interesting one, isn't it? I... Yeah, I remember something about him, like, didn't he, like, fly into, like, the capital of Ukraine in, like, a chopper or something like that, so... Do you know what? I need to watch it again. I haven't seen it in, like, six years. Yes, same. Same. Um, Yeah. For some reason, I've avoided watching it again. I don't know why that is. Oh, God. It's so bleak. Oh, really is bleak. I actually would be up for watching it again now. I might watch it later. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I started my day off today with 24 hours in police custody because I haven't had any chance to watch it. And I'm doing stuff from 2 in the afternoon until 10. So I was like, right, I'll do some stuff in the morning, like Mm -hmm. watch some stuff. Don't ever, ever begin your day with 24 hours in police custody, especially when it's about paedophilia. Oh. I think that's why I feel drained today. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, don't start your day off with child abuse. That's that's a takeaway. Never start your day off with child abuse. If you take away <laughs> nothing else from this episode. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Sensible policies for a happier Absolutely. tomorrow. Absolutely. <laughs> so what would you chop his head off on the chopper? Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, like... Lift him up. Pretend you're going to give him a hug and then just shove him in Pretend you're going to give him a yeah. hug? Yeah. Like, I, bet, I bet he really goes in for that kind of thing. Or like. a handshake and then you just... How strong do you think I am? I can't well, lift a man no, with no, one that's hand. Why, look, these things need planning, they need time. You sure. Invest six months. 
and you do some martial arts training up in the mountains and you make your hand really strong and your arm and you've got one bigger than the other so you have to pad the other one out so it doesn't look suspicious and then you go in okay. and then you fling him in the air and then his head comes off and then you hold up the head in front of everyone in Ukraine and you say, the deed has been done. <laughs> and then everyone's free and it's all great. Yeah, and they if all go want, back to like... If you want, you can do yeah. something else if you want. Fair dues. I mean, that's that's a really good one. Um, yeah, I'll go with that. I mean, th- there were cosmetic differences to my fantasy mm-hmm. um, murder scenario, but I'll, I'll let them slide. Sure, <laughs> sure. Uh, what are you eating? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, yeah, I don't know. I really like Indian food, so probably something Indian. Are you going with the classic poppadom and pickle tray to start? Oh, I do love a bit of lime pickle. Oh, God, I love lime pickle. What is it about that magical stuff? Because it's so close to... Disgusting. Pain and... (laughs) Yeah, pain and grossness that it's great. And it's Uh that thing of, like, you keep having to go back for more just to see. But it's got enough fantasticness in it that you're just like, you, you need to go back for more. It's basically uh-huh. all the relationships that I've had. I was just thinking that, yeah, yeah, this shouldn't work, but by God, it does. Like, it well, does, no, it doesn't. does it? Because then, then you have too much of it, and then you're like, oh, heartburn. shouldn't have done that, shouldn't have done that. Broken heart, heartburn. And then you still, you're like, you've got your spoon in there, and you're just rah, ramming it around, and just can't stop. Yeah. And then also lime pickle. Again, yeah, that analogy sort of ran away from me a little bit there, but and yeah, we've done great. One each now. We're Lovely, fine. we're even Stevens. Even Stevens. <laughs> uh, what about your main? What what career are you going to have? Oh, fuck. Um, see, I'm really kind of having a bit of a moral dilemma here about whether to have meat or not. Um, final meal. Final Let's meal. Fuck it. Yeah, I'm going to have drugs for pudding. Bollocks to it. I don't mm. care. Shit, I'm fucking drawing a blank again. You can have a few bits. A few, a few little like a few side curries. That's what I was see. That would be the best, wouldn't it? Like a bit of. Yeah. I'd I... Go, I would have gone for a sag paneer, mm. a tarkadal, lamb rogan josh, and uh, a garlic and cheese naan. <sighs> Oof. Yeah, I mean, you can't go too far wrong with that, can you? Um, yeah. Although you could maybe um, make one out of the guy that you've just shredded in the helicopter blades. Get him in your curry and then you can have meat and you won't feel bad about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, here I'm quibbling about eating meat and I've just shredded a man to death. Eat him. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah. What sauce? Or share him with all the Ukrainian people. Share him round. Share him Feed the masses. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What curry is he going to be in? (sighs) Fuck me. Just one of them. Yeah, perfect. Delicious. Um, And what about your pudding? pudding um ah, it'd probably have to be something like yeah super like diabetes inducing and chocolatey soup. <laughs> soup yeah yeah Cho- what's your pudding it's gonna have to be soup just a bit of, bit of, bit of chocolate soup with some oh, some soup. dipping Delicious. wafers yeah <laughs> okay danny what i'm curious to hear this question <laughs> what is your funeral song Funeral song. So I'd, I had thought about this tons and um, I think I've, I've finally settled on one, which is yeah. um, Radiohead Exit Music. Oh, yeah. Good song. Yeah, topical and that, isn't it? Like topical, relevant and everything. Depressing, catchy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So I sort of wondered, like, yeah, when I was sort of compiling my list and stuff, would it be, you know, how sad can I make people? <laughs> like... uh, yes, 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 it would, yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and yes, it, it was, yeah. so... You've definitely accomplished that. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. Very good, very good. Thank you. So, Danny, after our date, mm. would you say that our platonic love will blossom into romance? Will our shared dating trauma set the scene for a one-night stand? Or are you simply going to ghost me after discovering way too much information? Oof. I mean, you want to believe romance, don't you? But, again, you know, it's that expectations thing. Um, and, you know, being as this is our first date, you know, I don't want to over-egg the pudding too early, doors and, so you know... Ghost. <laughs> We're going for ghosting, is what you're trying to say. No, not at all. And you're doing uh, it in a very ghosting kind of a way as well. You're really demonstrating here how you do it. No, Isn't man. Any... No, I'm, I'm, I'm going, I'm going for romance, but um, yeah, yeah, you've got to be careful about how you approach. <laughs> Yeah, you can't be like straight out, yeah, let's do romance. Um, otherwise, you know, that's like the least romantic thing, isn't it? <laughs> no. A, a really? A massive declaration of how you feel about someone is the most romantic thing you can do. On a first date? Yeah. <laughs> okay, right. Well, yeah, we're all finding out stuff about each other. Maybe I need to... Uh... No, I'd actually, that would be disgusting. <laughs> a guy once brought me a red rose to a date and I said, what the fuck is that? Get it off the table. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah. god, and he gave me that red candle there and I still got it. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. He gave me a rose and a red candle. No, it was that's... one of the first meter leads and I was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was just before I got into recovery. So I, I, I wondered really whether that was pre-recovery. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gosh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd like to think that I would not ever go on a date now with someone that would bring a, the type of person that would bring a red rose to a date. I think I'd filter that out before I got to that. Fair. Yeah. So what's like the grandest gesture that someone's made? I got proposed to. Been proposed to you twice. On a first date? Uh, once on first date, yeah. Holy fuck. Um, I mean, have we got time to talk about that? Because I want to open that can of worms. Uh, it was all a bit, it was a bit dark, really. Oh, right. Yeah. I see. Okay. Maybe another time. Right, maybe okay. Another maybe another time. time, not not when uh, public consumption is an issue. Just don't want to, like, freak people out and depress them. Yeah, uh, yeah, I got proposed to. Uh, and I've been proposed to another time, which was also really bleak. Mm. So, yeah, I only get proposed to when it's, like, really treacherous circumstances. Perhaps I need to be, yeah, going with that. When I do want to get married, I'll just make everything really bleak and awful and then I'll get proposed to. Fair do. See, my imagination's running right on this. I'm thinking like, Good. you know, Good. graveyard in Howarth or something like that. Ooh, like... I need to go to Howarth. I've still not been. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so are you ghosting me or... We've got, no, we'll go romance. for romance. We'll go okay. for romance since you've... Fabulous. You've, yeah. Amazing. Oh, have you had fun? Amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Thank you so much for coming on. I massively appreciate it. It's been lovely. Oh, mate, any time. Oh. Absolutely. Thank you for asking. I'm very flattered to be asked. Of um, course, of course. Yeah. Fabulous. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. And thanks everyone for listening. I massively appreciate it. As always. And thanks to the guys at Digit Music who make the fab music for this podcast. Go visit them. 
at digitmusic at digit underscore music and all the fab work that they are doing. And I will see you, nope, you'll hear from me in weeks time. Bye. Bye. Oh. <laughs>